0: How are you? How you been doing with everything
1: going on? Uh, it's been like a really busy last few weeks, um, just ramping up to the album release. And also we recorded um, our, like we were doing a live stream. So we had to like rehearse that and get it all together, which is a lot of effort. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's finally done. Yeah, it's been it's good. Been it's out and everyone's loving it. So I'm very happy.
0: Are you guys uh, currently out in Sydney right now or Australia? Or where are you guys currently in the world?
2: So yeah, we're in, um, in Sydney. We live in like the, not that it'll mean much, we live in like the inner west suburbs, which is like kind of like 15 minutes from the downtown area, I guess you call it, or CBD. <laughs> I don't know
0: what it, it, in Canada if it's CBD or downtown, yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, we live like close to the city in Sydney. <laughs> That's cool. No, I was just wondering, because a few weeks ago I interviewed this uh, Australian artist, Alex the Astronaut, and our t- we were laughing about yeah. the time zone difference, so I was wondering where you guys were It's evening right now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's like eleven thirty a.m. So, maximum. Yeah, Yeah. feels
0: good. Got eight thirty in Toronto, but uh, yeah. Before we get started for the interviews, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Gabriel Osman. Uh, this platform is called Studio One. Uh, It's a platform where I interview international acts like yourself, acts across Canada, and acts in Toronto as well to really highlight, you know, acts from the city where I'm from. So, thank you guys so much for being on the platform.
2: thank you for having us. Thanks. Um,
0: I know we briefly introduced ourselves, but before we begin, can you guys uh, briefly introduce yourselves again?
1: All hey, right, uh, so I'm Cosmo, <laughs> and together we are Cosmos Midnight. We're twins from Sydney, Australia.
0: Perfect. Um, so I know you guys grew up in Sydney. Uh, can you tell me what it was like, you know, growing up, and when did you know music become? more than a hobby for you guys? I know you're twin brothers, so you definitely guys share the life together. So when did, you know, individually, mm, yeah. when did music become more than a hobby?
1: Um, so growing up in Australia, um, it's definitely, I guess like, cause we hadn't really been anywhere in the world until like five years ago, we hadn't traveled outside of Australia. Um, we weren't really aware of the bubble that Australia is, but it is a very isolated country, which I think kind of lends a little bit to the sort of I know like i feel like isolation breeds creativity and i feel like the music coming out of australia has like a kind of a unique sound to it um but yeah like i guess for us we realized that music could actually be a career for us when we were playing shows you know and it wasn't just like little 50 people in like a side room we we're playing like theaters and stuff and we're, like Okay, this is this mm. feels real legit now. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see see how far we can take this.
0: And I know um, I don't
2: know
1: if you wanted to add. To that. Oh, so if you guys wanted to add anything
0: to yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. It's kind of hard because, like, like you know, we both got stuff to say, but it's like, who says when? Um, I know. Yeah. I know. Once we like started playing like theatre side shows, and you know, we felt like we could be self sufficient off music. You know, we didn't have to do any side jobs or anything. We're like, wow. I guess. You know we can do this full time now i mean we could really like pursue music and you know and want to be started building more followers on you know all our platforms and the stream kept coming in you know it started feeling like a genuine you know income and, and career so yeah and back to this the australia thing i feel like what pat was touching on about being an isolated country we're so far away from like the influences of other countries i mean obviously we have the internet and all that but i feel that there's just this sense of um communal sharing and togetherness in the music industry where no there's not really much competition i'd say it's like it's very um there's not much clakes and stuff it's very much just everyone's willing to work together and i think it's kind of like a unique environment for musicians to grow up in just very like healthy Yeah. yeah
0: and um you know being brothers you know of course you know the idea of pursuing music you know it's a hard thing to accomplish and things like that when you guys came together and you're like hey this is what we really wanna do. Um, how were those conversations? You know, was one more you know, leaned on leaned onto the other or have you guys been, you know, inseparable and um
1: I think I well,
2: stumbled into uni. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was like we we're both going to university at the time. I was a bit further behind in my degree than Pat was. And we we're just doing music as well, you know, studying and doing music and eventually it became, you know, doing one less subject a semester, a bit more music, another sub like less subject the next semester, and then suddenly, you know, we'll full-time musicians before we knew it we kind of kind of like yeah stumbled into the music as a career we just did it for fun together you know it was just something we really enjoyed to do and as default as people came there was a demand to start playing shows so we just you know
1: yeah we never really like we kind of were just doing university and making music on the side and we're just uploading our stuff to soundcloud and it just started getting like more and more traction and we're like uh like we didn't really expect that and then um uh, like now our managers approached us after we did this remix ages ago for Flume and they're like, do you have a manager? Do you have any more music? We're like we're not managed. We don't have any more music. Like we're just, yeah, this is <laughs> just like a hobby. Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, if you get some more music together, like we'd love to have a chat. And then, yeah. So ever since then we've been managed by astral people and they kind of look after mm. us and yeah, yeah. that's the, that's the story more or less.
0: Touching on, Touching it's, on. It's,
1: yeah. It was like Not really like a Eureka moment Like
2: As much as I say Other artists may have But I feel like It's been like A kind of Process of growth Over time Where we've Matured more as people And as musicians And like fit, like Slowly pulled in more Direction And and
1: Found yeah. our, our Alignment Over time I feel like With this like Record we just put out Like it feels like We finally Have like know arrive. what we want to do We know where we're headed And yeah, it's like it feels like a real, kind of like a statement as artists for us,
0: Yeah, which is cool. Uh, before we dive into the album, we're definitely going to do that. Um, on the idea of, you know, being isolated in Australia, and this community, um, talk to me about how being artists from Australia, talk to me about how important, you know, the, the internet is, because, you know, releasing music on SoundCloud and, you know, things like that and getting yourselves out there. Talk to me about, you know, the scene in Australia and, and these new methods, you know, the internet and releasing your records, mm. how that became like a important part of like, getting your music out there
2: um i feel definitely. like it was a, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> okay <I'll go. laughs> um i feel like it was a mixture of the two like before sydney sydney had like a thriving nightlife and then some laws came in that changed that and kind of shut down the the local scenes and back then it was a really good way to cut your teeth and get like your music out there and play some shows and you know kind of just expose yourself to a small like kind of cult following and in combination with that and like an international cult following on the internet it was kind of like possible to start this kind of undercurrent that was like could slowly spill over into you know what it is today for us and i feel like now it's potentially harder for artists without any connections to like do this without without
1: that you know, inbuilt. It's like it's like hard it's to city. be grassroots now, I feel. Like SoundCloud yeah. as a platform is not not as helpful as it Strong used to be. Like yeah. it used to be like it was very community driven and it was all about bolstering each other and it was very collaborative and but I don't think SoundCloud's really like that anymore. It's kind of just like moved into a sort of just Dream streaming better. platform like Spotify. Which is not to say that they've had to do that to survive, but, like, the thing that made SoundCloud unique was that element. And, like, honestly, like, Spotify and Apple Music just do the streaming better. Yeah. So it's, like, now it's just harder to be grassroots, I guess. So it's, like, if you can't lean on that and you're, like, a you're just starting out, it's sort of hard to get your foot in the door. So mm-hmm. I think we were really fortunate when we started to sort of... Have the that internet thrower. was in a really good place.
2: Yeah, the internet yeah. was in a good place. We had the local scene to, like put our music out into as well. It was kind of like a nice alignment in time for us to kind of put our stuff out there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. I know, you know, winning. <clears throat> you know, meeting your managers, winning the contests, things like that really elevated you guys and pushed you forward. But for you guys, you know, what moment do you guys have, if any, where you realize, you know, this is really going to work? Was it a song that you released uh, that I did really well? Or was it um, even recently um, going overseas I and doing think... shows?
1: Yeah, I think, um, well, when we released Walk With Me, I think that was our first song that really, like, had some big numbers. And we, that was our, also our first record to go gold, I think, um, to get gold certification. And I think when that happened, we were like, okay, you know, if we got one gold record, like, let's go for number two. And then eventually we got um, History, went gold as well. And then, like, I think we've now got like six gold records. And I think that it was just like, we were just like, keep pursuing the next thing. Yeah. It wasn't like, we're not going to rest in our laurels. Yeah. It's just like, just keep moving forward and yeah. being excited yeah. about it. But I definitely yeah. think also when we went overseas and like, even playing to, I think the first time we went to America, like, we played some small rooms. Like, we played, uh, but then we played some like really iconic places too, like the Roxy in LA. And I feel like like playing those shows were really affirming and like realizing that we could come overseas and actually people would like to come and see us play, which is awesome. Mm. And like playing on um, Rough Trade in New York, um, I, th- I think we've actually played in Toronto yet. Yeah. We played in Vancouver, and I've played in Montreal, but yeah, no Toronto yet. I think, yeah, we were probably planning on coming that way before COVID yeah. kicked in, but yeah, um, alas, yeah, that sort of happened. Yeah. I also Um, feel like there was this moment in 2018,
2: I think, where we were doing our first album, our previous album tour, and um, we were doing these shows, and we'd never done shows in these scale venues before, and we were just, like, so anxious, you know, we are like, oh, man, this is, like, an 1800-cap venue, we're not going to sell it out, blah, blah, blah. And then we ended up doing, like, you know, five, you know, in the one city, you know, we ended up doing, like, 6,000 tickets in Sydney, and we are like, never expected to... Ever do that we were just yeah. cause like the year before we were doing like 500 capacity rooms and suddenly it had gone tenfold and we were just blown away we had didn't know where we came from there was no like metric to see where it came from we just like oh i guess yeah, it's just like i guess i guess kind of about, like hit a certain the ground
1: now. <clears throat> yeah like from the ground you could just like feel it but yeah sometimes not everything is like tangible in like metrics and numbers like you can't just like look at um you know like the Spotify, or graph, Spotify or the SoundCloud yeah. graph or, a, or, or the listeners
2: or... Off or like this kind of stuff like sometimes you just gotta sell a show and yeah, be like and okay see it. now
0: we know yeah um now going with this you know new record new album individually you know what does it mean to you guys I think you guys said it kind of feels like just kind of arrived but you know what does it mean and another thing as well um Pat I heard you know you're singing a lot more on the record you know mm. talking about you know what that feels like
1: um, so this album, I feel like it's a lot more personal and like, yeah, it's definitely more, it's an album like from me and cause I feel like our last album was a lot more kind of bordering on a mixtape sort of vibe just with how mm, collaborative, collaborative was. almost rapport. every song yeah. had a feature or even two features on one song. Um, and so, and that was awesome. Like, I really love writing with other people, but I felt like for this record, we really wanted it to come from us and it's like, you know, it would be our statement and um, like our message as well, like with the lyrics. And we just wanted to have all that control over sort of the process, you know, the from meaning and process, everything from beginning to end. So if this album was, weirdly, we thought it was going to take a long time because I'd never really been, I'm not really familiar with songwriting and top lining, but um, yeah. once I got a few songs under my belt, it just like ended up coming way faster mm. than anything we'd done before. So it ended up just kind of becoming really natural. Like my vocals were sitting pretty nicely on the stuff. Like we'd all become more prolific as like um, performers. Like Cos is really good at bass guitar now, and he plays guitar, and I play keys. Whereas on our last record, it was everything was just done um, with mouse and keyboard everything was like clicked in and then we'd kind of like mess stuff up and like try to like J Dilla fire everything and like just unquantize everything a little bit to make it feel more natural. Cause that's what Dillius did because he's on the MPD and you can't like make that sound good. You have to like fake the, yeah. the anti quantization. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So for new record, it was like, everything was more jammed in and like, instead of going with this really pres- like high precision stuff, it was just like just jamming in and like, see how it feels. And just kind of, Going off like, of feeling yeah, mm-hmm. go off, yeah, go off how it feels rather than like stressing about yeah, thinking it over.
0: And with that, um, when you guys are releasing you know, EPs and album things like that, do you guys feel this like nervousness when you release the record? Or how, how is there, what's the sense with you guys, you know, because it's out, it uh, like there a, a sense of relief? Over, or
2: over time, it seems yeah, like slowly, relief. yeah. But I feel like we've gotten a bit more confident. As we've become more confident as songwriters, we've become more confident in our music as a result. You know, it's like, it's not necessarily like a, uh, you know, overzealous or anything like that. It's more just that we feel like we're writing music that's more like true to what we want and we feel like is more of an extension of our personalities. So uh, over time, like people that are drawn to that will continue to like that in a way. So it's like, as when this new album came out, I was like, "Well, this feels like the most genuine we've genuine we've been as musicians." I feel like people are gonna like you know relate to that better. So this album, as much as like the tension is there, I'm still like, I feel a little less worried than before when we were making music that was a bit more like, you know, wh- where we weren't really necessarily sure. Sh- I'm sure where we were in in the music sense at that
1: point. You know, like back in maybe twenty fourteen, yeah, like- really SoundCloud based. When we were on SoundCloud, like SoundCloud is like very um, sort of like you follow away the way producer trend and like it's very producery. And I felt like with this album, we were kind of just like consciously like moving away from making music that was like highly technical, like super polished and technical and like trying to impress other producers and said we're just like how is this going to make people feel when they listen to it on like a really basic human fundamental level and we just wanted to make music that was just totally about inspiring like feelings rather than just like damn that synth is dope or like that drum beat is eq to just perfection we just wanted to like make music that just met, that people would enjoy
0: yeah basically <laughs> yeah and um you know, with the year, you know, 2020 and so many things going on, do you guys think that you may have had time to, like, reflect on your careers and music and that kind of, I guess, helped kind of make you guys realize what kind of music, you know, you wanted to make? Because, you know, it sounds like this album is really as reflective as it can be in the way you really want it to be. Do you think that, you know, with quarantine and things like that, it helped you guys reflect hmm. on that?
1: Input? Um, I definitely feel Absolutely. like... Yeah. With like the title track like yesteryear, which is all about kind of like looking back and reflecting. This whole album is all is about like looking back and and absorbing all those kind of like life experiences and like formative moments that lead to where you are. And that's like not just music, that's just like every experience you have really. And I feel like um yeah, it's like wow my train of thought just disappeared. You no, know where I'll, I was going with I'll, that, because yeah, yeah. Allow me, allow
2: me, to step in. <laughs> Basically, just that, like this, this, this album, and like the time we had off. You know, we that's right. We've been touring yeah. somewhat relentlessly for the last three, three years or so, and this break we've had for the last, I don't know, seven months maybe. Yeah, six, seven months. Our weeks? last show was in Indonesia in maybe February or March, yeah. and then that was it. Like not until now. And honestly, like. I felt kind of just like a, a bit of an internal sigh of relief. I was like, I'm having my first real break in years and this is going to be a time where we can like really like knuckle down and finish the album because we have been writing the album whilst touring, but that's always like a hard like balancing act to juggle. And now that we have this time, we could really like look back and be like, what have we written? You know, what are we proud of? What are we most proud of in our in our catalogue? Like, you know, what do we want to take forward from, you know, songs as old as snare and walk with me and stuff of our last album like polarized get to know that we feel like can that feed into our into our new and current you know style so it was kind of like a moment to kind of just yeah just debrief what has happened over the last three years you know we yeah, have it was to like have a lot of like,
1: like decompressing as well it was just like yeah big sigh of relief is i guess or like a, not a sigh of relief but like a breath like it was just a pause yeah and we could yeah, kind of just think together, some... like what what are we doing like what do we want to yeah. do and but yeah, um... i guess like
2: the album is is a bit it's a, a lot of like it's reflecting on where you've become where you've come as a person and as a musician and how those kind of both are intrinsically tied like you can't have growth as a person without growing as a musician and vice versa yeah
0: thanks and, you know, of course, you know, with COVID and shows being canceled, things like that, have you guys been, you know, coping with that in terms of, like, you know, collaborations or just how's this new way of connecting, you know, been for you guys?
1: I think we did, like, our first in-person club collabor- like, session, um, like, two weeks ago or something, and it's ever since, like, COVID started, we haven't done any writing with other people. It's been, like, super... Like when although that said, we did have like um for example like Idaho, like a friend, Joey, um, young Franco he's an artist called Young Franco. He came over and he's he was we we're playing demos to each other and he had this drum beat and that inspired the whole of Idaho. So that was one other time. But as a whole, we've definitely not really been doing much writing with other people. So I think it's yeah, partly worth At least not in person. Like there's been a bit yeah. of like fire correspondence
2: been like, Hey do you could do some BVs for me on this track? like, that kind of stuff, but nothing that's, like, been, like, a, like, a really strong collaborative moment, just because I feel like it's hard to have strong collaborative moments over the internet, it's really, it's a lot easier to do that in person, where you can kind of feed off each other's energy at the time, and, um, I feel like it's been, as as much as it's been kind of difficult, it's also been really good to, like, try and be more self-sufficient during this time as well, and, like,
0: yeah,
2: really honing on, like, um, on flexing new muscles and getting better, you know, as part as a, as a singer and me as like a as a, a writer with you know my instruments that I've only started learning in the last year or so. So yeah, it's been it's been kind of good, honestly. Like as much as it's been a, a strange time we haven't been able to do shows, and you know there's been there's been a hit I guess a bit for that. Like you know when, when that's a lot of income for artists is from shows. But um, it's been just a good time for us to kind of train up as well.
0: Yeah. And um, usually, you know, when I get to near the end of interviews, I'll ask an artist, you know, how's the rest of the year looking? I got shows and all these things coming up with (laughs) with COVID, that kind of, you know. So with you guys, you know, you guys have been together on this journey, you know, through and through. What are some things you've learned about yourselves through this journey? You know, of course, this year has been really reflective, but, you know, what are some things you've learned about yourself that has improved yourself, whether it's, you know, musically or just, as
1: humans, I think, I think, like, again, like how like music and like your personality is sort of tied up. Um, like, before I even before like we were really doing live shows or just music at all, like, I remember at university, like, I had to do public speaking and I was just like a nervous wreck. I couldn't talk in front of like five people I didn't know without just getting nervous. And just with how music, like, Intrinsically forces you out of your comfort zone again and again with like releasing music or yeah. performing live, talking to people, like even this interview right now, I would have just been like, oh god, I don't know what to do. <laughs> this yeah. would have been like so nervous. Yeah. I think um music really has been like such a a growth for me, not just musically. Mm. Like it's really helped me come out of my shell and just become the person I am today, which is I'm really grateful for all the t- opportunities that I've had as a musician because it's kind it's of like, you know, yeah, maybe, everything. You know, like it's like we were both.
2: Relatively sheltered individuals, you know, we grew up in like a, you know, a nice part, like a nice, like part of Sydney and, you know, and we didn't leave Australia for a very long time and, and um, music gave us the opportunity to travel and, you know, see the world. I'd never traveled really before, like until I even made a bit of money for music to go on my first holiday when I was yeah. like um, 20 years
1: old. And Yeah, like we legit was, hadn't even been, like hadn't even like flown, on, like been on a flight until we flew to play a gig in another city. So we were like yeah like that sort of sheltered. like we hadn't been out of our state um our, yeah, our first flight was to adelaide to play a show with this really awesome artist talking monster and that was the very first gig we ever did um outside of sydney and that was like a huge moment for us and yeah like again now i'm like used to flying and that but i don't think i yeah really would have gotten at that time we never would have. yeah or <laughs> unless I it was for flying. music
2: And, um, just like many new experiences, like (laughs) you're kind of forced into and like grow from because, like, a lot of, a lot of, like, the music tour life is kind of like a, like, a, a type not that it's a bad heart, but it's a type of heart, like a mental fortitude test, you know, like you'll sleep two hours a night and you'll go to different cities, different countries every day. If you're doing like Asia, for example, we'll be like in Thailand one day and then we'll be in Korea the next day and you have been on three hours of sleep and you're like, I feel a bit like mentally like exhausted. You know, you feel like your, your mental health deteriorating over the course of like a tour like that. And having those moments kind of help you build you as a person and like become stronger and and we never would have had those moments in from the comfort of just you know being in Sydney and never having the opportunities to travel and go outside and yeah have these new experiences.
0: And um, on a final note, uh, definitely want to say you know, thanks so much for you guys taking the time out for this interview. It's been absolutely great. Uh, congrats, congrats on the new so, album. Thanks so much, dude. Um, on a final note, um, individually, what does this album, this new album, mean to you individually, Pat and Cosmo?
1: um um go first part. uh for this album for me it kind of just feels like an arrival i feel like for me it's just with this finally getting my voice onto music it's just been such a big step up for me and even just performing live it's gonna be such an i don't know it's just a totally new experience it's really it's really like exposing yourself it's a, it's a vulnerability that i've never really felt before and i think it's just like a yeah it's a big kind of growth moment for me and i'm yeah i'm still kind of um there's like even just reacting to people's responses to yeah. the album is just like it hits really different now that i'm singing on the music it's just it's like a very yeah i don't know to say because like before i felt like i was kind of experiencing the track alongside whatever artist we were writing with like it felt like it was a very collaborative thing and when they are like responding to the vocals like i know they're responding to this artist we've worked with but now it's like this whole thing is just being, yeah, they are reacting responding to me cause entirely. So it's a very, yeah, it's definitely it's like confronting, but like super rewarding as well. Hmm. Um, for me, I'd probably say this album for me is
2: probably the, the most I've felt like Pat and I have seen eye to eye musically. Like we've always met in the middle with our music and, and it, it just feels like this time has been the most like complimentary and harmonious kind of,
1: yeah. Like, Combination Sometimes of it was, of like, a what bit we of do. compromise. It was a bit, com- a bit of compromise, like, yeah. before. And also, like, before, I feel like I would do the majority of, like, the mixing and, like, f- producing and, like, final stuff. But with now, because, like, doing so much performance into the songs, it's, like, it's so much more, yeah, like, because they'd like meeting in the middle, um, like, and we're not – I'm not even mixing the music anymore. Like, we just kind of write these songs together, and it's super just – yeah it's like symbiotic as it gets yeah. and then it goes off to our mixing engineer and then he does it so it's like we don't have to overthink anything and like there's no compromise it just feels really natural now it's like a mm. yeah, it's honestly in a really good place at the moment
0: no, that's amazing um, again guys thank you so much for taking the time for this interview uh, congrats no worries, on the new dude. album um, can't wait till the world spins again and you guys come to Toronto <laughs> and I get
1: to see the show live. And- yeah we'll come around to Toronto yeah, I feel like, I mean, there's like some people there, uh, like a lot of artists in Toronto that I really like, it's like Brian Hemsworth, I'm pretty sure, Um, who's that, well, like Ramsoids from, I don't know if he's from Vancouver or Toronto, but yeah, like Tennyson. a lot of the people that we met on this, in San Diego, like Tennyson, I love the uh, artists we met Bad back in the good. SoundCloud day. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: I
1: love they are Canada, but I don't know if they're all Toronto.
0: Brian yeah. Hemsworth, uh, I, think... I actually had a chance to interview him a while back, he's from base Montreal.
1: It's really good. I other side. Well, I know bad but not good from Toronto. Yeah, yeah, they're
0: really
1: good. And they're dope. We actually yeah. um played it, like we were in Korea at the same time. We played like a few festivals like with them um around Asia, and it was just they're the most lovely guys. Yeah. But um yeah. yeah, one day we'll be back in Canada, and it'll be awesome.
0: Sure, and I'll be waiting. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright,
1: peace. Right, peace.
2: Peace.
1: Thanks again. Thanks All so much, on. dude. Have a have a
2: good night. You too. Right, bye bye. Studio one.